Hi, and welcome to the Mandan Bridges podcast, the podcast where different generations discuss topics from their perspective. I'm your host, Carla, your resident millennial, and along with me today is my co-host. Dean, and I am your resident baby boomer. Hi, how's it going? I'm doing very well. Um, getting excited. It's getting cooler over here, so we're we're out walking more often. You know, you've been stuck in the house for all this time, so we like to walk to get some air and you know bring your energy up a little bit, so you don't fall asleep during the day. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. How about you? It's finally gotten cooler here, so the temperature is really nice at the moment and for the next couple of days as well. So like you, I intend to do some walk around the community, try to get some exercise in and get some fresh air at the same time. Um, you know, we were all stuck in the house. I think we all put on a little extra pound or two. So <laughs> plus with the holidays coming up, you know, so you want to work off for the holidays, definitely. So that's my goal. So we're going to have a question of the day. Think of your favorite fast food. You got it? Yeah, Jamaican patties, yes. Now, how long would you be willing to wait in line for it? Half an hour, an hour max. If I had good company waiting along with me, then I'll wait a longer period of time. But if it's just me with nobody else, then half an hour is a good wait time. Pushing it would be an hour max. I don't know if you've heard about this. There's a new In-N-Out Burger that opened in Colorado. I think it's specifically it's in Denver. No, I haven't heard about that specific one, but I know of In-N-Out Burger and they are yummy. So apparently this is the first one that they've opened in um, Colorado. And let's just say it's been making all the news and everybody's been talking about it because they had a 12-hour waiting time. Wow. Okay, so in the drive-thru, the cars were two miles long. Wow. There were hundreds of people in line, so I'm guessing those were going inside a store. It was just all the way down the road. So now think about that. So now you're in line for 12 hours. So, I mean, some people have three meals within 12 hours, right? <laughs> it's like you miss a full day's meal. <laughs> well, yeah, but most of us can do without the the meals if we... <laughs> it's, it's a natural fasting break <laughs> while we wait. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Like, I don't have a favorite food really much as a favorite fast food i think the only thing i could probably think of is maybe a good fries but the maximum that i would be willing to wait in line for that is probably 15 minutes and that's stretching it for me and um like if you're waiting for something for 12 hours is that still considered fast food no it definitely wouldn't be considered fast food at 12 hours beside all the gas that you'll be wasting all the time mm -hmm. spending but i guess in this these times when people doesn't have much else to do then <laughs> it's like an outing it's like a day out of the home <laughs> so i would think this is exactly the worst time to do this because we're we're having a pandemic going on 
So with hundreds of people in a line, even if they all have masks on, that's not where you would want to be. And it's not like the meal was free. And even the sheriff office had to be tweeted. And at one point they tweeted like, the wait time is 12 hours long. By the time you get to the window, the restaurant will be closed. Not only that, but thinking about it, since I'm sure they never expected so much people, they probably would run out of food way before that anyway. Yeah, I think you're right on that count. But at the same time, if you're not physically standing outside in a line, if you're waiting in your car, then the wait time is a lot more tolerable. Besides, you're not as exposed to other people. So it's, a, it's safe, still safe. Yeah, that may be the case, but 12 hours, I mean, you're wasting gas. At this point, you'd have to bring food with you, probably. <laughs> and then what happens if you need to go to the bathroom? Oh, yeah, 12 hours. It's a must. Your car number six. You've been in line for maybe 10 hours already, and you really got to go. <laughs> Are you going to leave the car in the line and then get out of the car <laughs> and go find a restroom? But and if you're one of those hundreds of people in that's actually standing up in line, do you have a buddy with you to hold your place in line? Like, how does that work exactly? And it's ridiculous because, one, they're not giving out free food. It's not free. You're actually paying for it. And there's other restaurants in town that's open. The restaurant is not going to be there for one day and then it's going to shut down. It will be around. You can come back in a later day, right? Yeah, but I guess there is a novelty to be there in the first day to make sure you get the first day um, offerings. But at the same time, to me, I think the first day is the worst day to be in line because the first day they're just uh, working out the kinks. They're just um, implementing everything. So there's bound to be some you know, something that goes wrong. So the first day for me is not the day that I would be in line. Besides, I'm not going to be in line for 12 hours, even if they're giving it to me for free. Uh-uh, no way. Exactly. And at this point, I would think you may want to consider learning how to cook and maybe watch some online videos on how to make that burger you're trying to get. <laughs> That will keep it for a little bit until you can later go back and say if we get a burger. To me, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, but when you learn and you make your, the burger at home, you're missing some essential ingredient that makes their burger taste so much better. Yeah, I know. But that's why I said that you make something at home that will hold you until maybe next week when you can safely go. <laughs> it's not that you'll never go there. It's just that if you're that desperate for a burger, well, try to make one by yourself. Who knows? You might actually surprise yourself. It might actually taste better than their burger. It will definitely be healthier for one thing. <laughs> or if you're craving that fast food taste, go to another fast food restaurant. They sell burgers too. Get another burger. Right. I mean, I guess I should put a disclaimer that I've never actually been to an In-N-Out burger, but still, I can't imagine anything that I would wait not even near any of that time for. No way. I have been to an In-N-Out burger, and it's kind of worth the wait, but not 12 hours. Definitely not 12 hours wait. Nothing, no food is worth 12 hours wait, regardless of how much of a favorite it is for you. Uh-uh, not for me. Two hours if I have nothing else to do and have good company to wait with. Is there anything you would wait in line that long for? 
for 12 hours, I doubt it. But the max I have waited for anything was four hours at um, Kings Island when they opened the new Banshee ride. And the kids wanted to be among our first, I think, 100 or 1,000, whatever it was. You'd get a free T-shirt. And they wanted to say that they were amongst the first to ride the Banshee. <laughs> and me, the coward <laughs> that I am, <laughs> and afraid of heights, I don't do the rides. So I waited in the line while they went out and have fun. And while they're having fun, then I waited and waited and waited and waited. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a fun four hours because there were so many people around you and everybody was excited about the new ride. And you know, people were just making friends and having conversations. So you didn't feel like you're just bored and waiting in line kind of thing. It was more like a fun, different way to spend your hours while the kids were having fun. So, yeah, I did wait for four hours, which was surprising because it went by really quickly. So I didn't think I was waiting that long. <laughs> but I wouldn't intentionally wait that long for anything. Yeah, I was thinking about it, this question myself. And the only thing I could come up with is that if they were giving away money and it had to be a substantial amount of money <laughs> for me to spend that amount of time in line for it. Because think about it, that's like over a day's work. So, I mean, it, they had to be giving a, a lot of money for me to be waiting <laughs> in line that long. <laughs> it seems that waiting in long lines is kind of becoming or is already like America's one of America's favorite pastime. Because they do the same thing like when a new... Nike shoe comes out you see people camping out in lines um Black Fridays well now it's like staggered and stuff they used to be camped out some people for days they had their little tent and everything they'd be camped out waiting to get into stores although with everything that's changed this year I think just going forward in general even after we're out of a pandemic I don't think um we'd go back to how it used to be I don't think there'll ever be a camping out situation per se like they used to do but yeah people used to camp up for days for stuff for black friday events and stuff like that and i could never understand that the nike shoe one the only exceptions i have for that is i've found out that some people are actually getting paid to wait in line for other people to get the stuff so i'm like okay if you're getting paid and that's different <laughs> right and then there's a few people who they'll buy the Nike shoe, they'll wait in line, buy it, and then they'll turn around and go on like eBay or so and sell it and make hundreds of dollars profit from it. That's a smart person. Now that one I can get down with, but if you're just doing that for yourself to get a shoe, I'm like, why? If they even run out at that store, aren't they going to have, well, if it's a limited edition, maybe they're not going to have any more, but they'll have a different edition later on that you can buy, right? I guess... I should say I'm not a gearhead, so I just don't get it. <laughs> They're not giving you the shoe for free either. <laughs> so I just don't get it why you would do that. I think, like I said, I think it's just the, they just maybe like the feel of being in lines for long with their, maybe their friends and whatever. The anticipation building up and all that good stuff. It's just not my thing, basically. And I'm not the most patient person in the world, too. So maybe that's it. <laughs> why I just don't get it. Yeah, if you're a gearhead or if you're a, a real big fan of whatever it is that they're waiting for, then, hey, it makes a difference. You know, it's your major pastime or your major enjoyment. Then, you know, you'll spend the time to wait for it, especially if you're in the company of other people of like mind and 
tell your stories and all that stuff. So it's like, you know, kind of build a community while you're waiting. So I think going forward, we'll probably see a little bit of it, not as much as it used to be, but I think there'll still be some who are diehard fans that will camp out and will wait for whatever amount of time they need to get what they want. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything special planned for this week? Yes, we do. We have to um, head back over to the college to wrap up and get our son home for the holidays. Well, this year is just us for Thanksgiving. No more big spread this year. <laughs> just going to have a quiet Thanksgiving. Getting a few things put together. No big shopping. We're not doing that this year. So I hope everybody is looking forward to a happy Thanksgiving. We are. Yeah, and Thanksgiving all about being thankful for the things that you have. I think everybody appreciated it. Even if they're not able to spend it with their loved ones, it's still a holiday, so it's a day that they won't have to go into work or work remotely, whatever the case might be. So that's still good news. So Thanksgiving is probably looking a little bit different for a lot of people this year because a lot of people are not able to travel due to travel restrictions or just decided not to travel for safety reasons. Maybe they have elder family members and just as the precautionary method decides, well, we're not going to fly or drive. Let's just have smaller, more intimate Thanksgiving or holidays this year. And um, the good thing that is happening, though, is that we do have a lot of the only good thing about this is that this is happening during a time where we do have technology that allows us to use various methods to video calls so that we can still stay in touch with family members, whether it's through Alexa or Zoom or FaceTime, whatever the case may be. You know, in the many of these instances, we, they can cast from one device to another, for example, to the television. So you can see your family on the bigger screen instead of, you know, like a small phone or something. So you still be able to be virtually there and be included in the conversation, some of the fun and games that's happening, even though you're not able to be there personally. So that's still good. Yeah, that's good, especially when you put it on the big screen, but then you see all the, the food that you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to look at the positive side of that is that, well, you're not going to be gaining all that weight. You have to turn around the next day and start working out to lose. So <laughs> there's always a positive somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right, but hey. <laughs> and when this is all over and the next holiday, when we're all in a clear to, you know, travel and have some larger gatherings, you'll be able to appreciate it more because before you probably just take it for granted because it's a given that it would happen each year. So now you'll be able to enjoy and appreciate these things more. Yes, um, I will appreciate it more because... Normally, I'd be having a Thanksgiving at my home or at my friend's home. So we'd, you know, kind of switch it up every now and then. But so now I'll be a lot more appreciative of all the people that comes to share Thanksgiving with me or we go to share with them. Now that things are changing, you know, we have to roll with the punches. But we're still grateful and realize how important it is to have friends and family that you share your special times with. 
Is there anything else that um, you're doing this year differently than you would in previous years? Nah, no, not really, except having a smaller gathering. That's about it, because we're still having Thanksgiving dinner, which we would normally have anyway. No, it's just the family, the immediate family, and not any friends that's been invited to it this time. But we'll still talk to friends, you know, on the phone, over the Zoom or whatever. You know, just a chance to see them during that time and, you know, share special uh, stories and <laughs> chit-chat over dinner anyways. <laughs> just mm -hmm. from afar. Just doing it from afar, so that's going to be different. But, hey, this year we've been doing a lot of things different, so we see how resilient and how adaptable we have become. And it's not as hard as we thought it was going to be. On the serious note, yes, they will be really thankful this year, extra thankful this year, and appreciate all the blessings that we have and all the things that we're able to do and that we're still around to enjoy them. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think the most important thing is that you and your loved ones are healthy and they remain that way, hopefully. So, you know, that's something especially this time of year to be very grateful and thankful for everything else will, you know, will work itself out. And after this is all done, I'm sure a lot, a lot of people will be planning more parties and everything. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people will be having parties as soon as they can. They'll be having a lot of celebration and just being thankful for gathering with friends and family. Yeah, I think we'll all be looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Around my neighborhood, there has been um, Christmas lights up already. There's Halloween, there's Thanksgiving, <laughs> and all the blocks and everything all mixed in together. So I think people are just stretching everything out this year and enjoying everything to the, the utmost. Um well, one of the things that I had noticed around me in my community during the Halloween season was that there are a lot of people were having those portable fire pits that they um, placed on their driveways and they were having uh, roasting marshmallows, you know, just congregating around the fire pits. And I think it probably will uh, carry over into Thanksgiving. So they were mm -hmm. having like a gathering, but outside because the weather was pretty good. But okay. um, coming up to Thanksgiving, when it's a little cooler, I know for one thing that they have heat lamps outside. So you have your gathering area, serve your dinner and whatnot, like they do at the restaurants. So I think that's a good way of adapting. It's nice. And I know for stores, there are a few stores that usually over the years will put out their Christmas and summer decoration and all that. But I think what I've noticed this year, a lot more stores are doing that. And I think a lot of consumers are kind of pushing for that because I know for myself, and I know it wasn't just for myself watching YouTube and stuff, you see a lot more people too. Everybody was putting up their trees a lot earlier than they usually do. So we usually do it around maybe a day before or after Thanksgiving. If we're on the early side, we usually get it up a little bit right before Thanksgiving, but normally it's probably around the first week in December. This year, our trees are already up. <laughs> They've been out for, you know, like two weeks now. Even in the summer, some people had started to put out their Christmas lights. So, you know, I think with all that has happened this year, you know, it felt like we left, lived 
a decade in one year. Everything's just so negative. I think people just needed something to be cheerful about, celebrate, take their mind off things. So yeah, that's one thing different that I've definitely seen is a lot more people. <laughs> you see, even before Halloween, so it's like you see a mesh of Halloween and Christmas, Christmas lights with Halloween decor, yep. <laughs> Christmas lights yep. with fall decor. <laughs> but in a way, it's good because then when they take the other stuff down, they already have lights up and everything. They just need to finish with the rest of their Christmas decor, right? right. I wouldn't be surprised if people don't take it down the first week of January. They keep it up even longer. (laughs) It's what I think will probably happen as well. Well, this year, I would not complain if they have it up all the way to March. (laughs) (laughs) You have those neighbors who will put the lights up and they don't ever take them down. They just may not turn them on. Although there was this one neighborhood that I drive through when I'm making a shortcut and um. There's this one, and they always have their lights on every night, <laughs> regardless. <laughs> but you do have people who just put the lights up on the roof and never take it down. <laughs> In a way, you can't blame them because when you, the lights on the roof, it's hard to get up there to take those things down. So just shut them off and leave them for the rest of the year. When you're ready again, just plug them in and hope none of the bulbs have blown. <laughs> Well, I disagree and agree. Um, I think it depends on what kind of lights you have. If it's those really small ones where in the day you're not, you don't notice it, and that's different. If you have, for example, those really big bulbs or maybe icicle, mm-hmm. come on, there's, <laughs> you can see those from afar in the day. Take that down. <laughs> that's ridiculous. One of my neighbors, do, and I think this is clever, this is probably what we need. They have a projector up. I'm like, this is the easiest thing ever. So they have a projector up and all they do is each season, they change whatever the theme is for their projector. So Halloween, it was showing like skulls and witches and stuff. In fall, it was showing the pumpkins and stuff. They already just switches over to Christmas now. So it was <laughs> it projected the Christmas stuff on their um on the garage door and for the rest of the year just plain lights like a red light or a blue light very not very bright or anything just low key but like that's the easiest thing ever <laughs> if you're somebody who want to put lights up and never like deal with it or take it down again that's the perfect thing you get a small projector it's in the ground it's behind their tree so you do, and it's small so hardly realize that it's there you keep it up all year and then you just you change the theme according to the season. Wow, that's, that's a perfect solution. Wow. Easter, they have like, you know, the Easter eggs and the buddies and stuff. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, th- you know, that's, that's a perfect thing for an elderly person who doesn't really have someone to be putting up and taking down the lights for them. That is brilliant, I think. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like earlier on, a couple of years ago, we had a projector, but I mean, that was Christmas specific. I'm glad they have the ones now that purposely build to stay out all year because like I said it has every season on it you just change it according to the season so that's pretty awesome yeah cool and that's all they have to do like if they don't feel like putting up any more decor or anything that's good enough (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 that's true easy solutions wow yeah (laughs) whatever your meal is going to be this Thanksgiving I hope it's the most enjoyable meal you've had for this year and happy thanksgiving everyone whatever your meal is enjoy even though most of us are having a smaller and more intimate thanksgiving this year 
wishing everyone a happy Thanksgiving. And I hope this year we can all recognize the things that we are really thankful for. And a big part of that is family. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. We've reached the end of today's podcast. Thanks for hanging with us. Stay tuned until our next podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Mended Bridges and on Facebook at Mended Bridges Podcast. Please remember to rate us and review us wherever you listen to us. Stay safe until next time. Bye. Bye.